everyone, and welcome to the Omega Metroid Podcast from OmegaMetroid.com. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by my two pals, Dakota Lasky, Duminal Crossing. What a week for this Metroid business. How are you guys hmm. doing? Doing great, man. It is a great time to be a Metroid fan. It is absolutely fantastic. I'm doing, I'm doing fantastic, yeah. Well, wow. I don't know about Metroid news, but uh, Mom, Dad, I did it. I got a hit tweet. Are you proud yeah. of me? Yeah, good job, buddy. <laughs> I didn't see that till last night, to be honest. So, so for the backstory here, some jabroni was was in uh, Doom's mentions. What did he say? Something like uh, Metro doesn't sell dumbass or something like that, right? Uh, it, it's a long story. So, so it started off. It started off with a first hit hit tweet. That's at that's at like a two K now. That that's the whatever though, and it was basically like. Yo, why are we still having Hogwarts Legacy discourse in a post-Metroid Prime Remaster release world? And then this guy guy was like, "Cause Metroid, because uh, nobody plays Metroid, dumbass." And so, <laughs> so I quote tweeted him just with ratio and with Metroid Prime as the number, the current number one seller on Amazon North America right now. And I was like, you know what? He's got no likes. I'll be, you know, maybe I'll get like ten, maybe twenty if I'm lucky. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I got home from work yesterday at like 4K likes, and uh, today it's a uh, uh, 13.4. Last time I checked, so yeah. God's work, God's work. Very good. Uh, okay, so I mean, wow, what a week! I have a very important question though. Before yeah, we're going to talk everything Metroid Prime Remastered for this week and for next week, by the way, we can't possibly fit into one uh, one episode. But I do have an important question for you, Mister Mister Lasky. So you hmm. you got a Super Bowl party going on today? And you're wearing a New Jersey Devils jersey. What is going on with that? Well, I mean, I'm not an Eagles fan uh, or a Chiefs the... fan, so like, I don't know. I'm not gonna wear this to the party. I just put the, I put this on for this. This oh, is okay. my my show clothes. It's not I, my party I was clothes. like, if you wear that to the Super Bowl party, that mad respect. Like, I love that. I'm not wearing my signed Brodeur jersey where I could get like nachos <laughs> on it or something. I mean, I guess I could, that could happen somewhere else. But no, I'm not wearing this. Um, if anything, I would wear a Jets jersey because. That's who I am a fan of. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm going to have to try to cram in some more time on my second playthrough of Metroid Prime Remastered Ooh. before I leave, which, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. And I'm almost like, damn, I wish the Super Bowl was like next weekend or something. So I had the whole rest of the day to play. But oh. that's what it is. Uh, so, yeah, so the Nintendo Direct was, was announced last week. Uh, conveniently, I think it was announced right after... We released our episode, or maybe like on the Monday before. And we had already recorded our episode, so it came mm-hmm. out. It was released, uh, and I, I think, I think it was one of the best Nintendo directs that I can remember. I don't know about you guys, but there was a lot to like. But of course, the the crown jewel of that direct was the announcement of Metroid Prime Remastered, and holy smokes, I. I went nuts. So I was I was doing the the direct. I was covering it for Zelda Dungeon. And I wasn't I wasn't expecting to see anything Metroid. And I knew there was going to be a lot of Zelda. So I was like I was getting ready. I was getting prepared, getting hyped. And Nintendo just drops this Metroid Prime remastered towards the latter end of the direct and just completely out of nowhere took me completely by surprise. It totally overshadowed Tears of the Kingdom. Yet again, this is the second time that a Metroid title has done that, because Metroid Dread totally overshadowed it. As is it. tradition. Yeah. As it's is tradition. Metroid Sweep. I mean, they need they need to do it like one more time. Next next Tears of the Kingdom trailer is gonna have like the the Echoes remaster in front of it or something. I don't know, but uh, so I was going absolutely nuts. Let's just uh I don't know. Walk me through 
Walk me through your reaction, what you were feeling. Obviously, I know we were all going crazy. I was screaming at the top of my lungs, but uh, yeah, do I, we I mean... Wanna... So do we want to get right into that first, or do you want to cover the Game, uh, the game Boy Game Boy Advance to NSO? Let's, I let's, feel leave, like they, that, let's leave that for I, just a little bit. Because I almost bit. feel like that kind of carries into it. At least for me, it does. Uh, yes, because uh, which, which came first? I can't remember. I think that announcement the game came Boy Advance, first. The right? Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff. Yeah, I mean, right. no, I definitely agree, because we got that first, and I was like, oh, okay, dope. Like, yeah, like, this is great. Yeah. Fusion's coming to this, or like... You know, Metroid 2's coming to the Switch. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, all right, cool. I probably won't play it. And then, like, Metro Fusion's coming to the Switch. I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, I'll definitely play that for, like, the hundredth, like, thousand time. <laughs> like, awesome. And then I, I had the, the direct on my other monitor, and I was doing something else. I remember when I was either playing a game or, like, whatever. And I was like, okay, like, that's, that's the only stuff. Because I know you just said that was, like, you think one of the best directs of all time. I do not agree. <laughs> I mean, I literally, like, it was, what, Pikmin 4? I'm like, all right, that's Pikmin. And there was a bunch of games I was not going to play. And then I was like, okay, and Zelda's going to be at the end. Like, I direct, I don't know why I'm watching this. Um, and then the Metroid game news came out. I was like, okay, there was some Metroid news. I'm glad I tuned in. And then I went back to what I was doing. And then I hear it, and I see in my periph Metroid Prime Remaster, and I was like, oh, I don't even remember what I was doing now because like all my focus immediately shifted to that, <laughs> and I couldn't think of anything else. And it's just that they did it so unceremoniously, just like, oh, by the way, Metroid right? Prime Remaster. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, let's go. So I'm really glad I tuned I in. I could just awesome. picture you with that sign broder jersey, like, let's go, like, around your head. Dude, I definitely oh, gave man. this bed right here a good old, <laughs> you know, let's go slap on my bed. Yeah, that was that was hype. It was a nice little lead-in because I was already like, oh, oh. okay, I got, like, a little bit of Metroid cool. And then, like, expectation just immediately blown away. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I do. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. We can. Let's just get the let's get the Game Boy stuff out of the way, which is an awesome announcement, by the way. I was I was really excited for that, and like a lot of the titles that are coming, I'm excited about. Um, so I, you know, I was like, great, I can't like it's very convenient to be able to play Fusion on you know on the fly uh, on the Switch, which is nice. Um, I won't have to use my old DS anymore if I if I want to play the cartridge. So I was like, that's kind of cool. I can uh, you know I can get down with that. Um, Metro Two was was announced which was pretty cool and i actually just finished playing metroid 2 like two weeks ago i i did like a, a rom hack review where there, i played like a colorized version of it which by the way there's this really cool filter that you can that you can select mm-hmm. for like the game boy advance stuff it's uh it's pretty nifty but yeah i mean so that was that in and of itself would have been like extremely hype just because more metroid games on the switch is always a good thing but man they they went right for the jugular after that did they not Oh, absolutely. Um, it wouldn't be me if I didn't mention this, Andy, but I remember in a previous discussion we had, you said that at most that Game Boy would be the only one that could possibly be added to NSO base here. You said there was no way possible that Game Boy Color could be added. It's got like, receipts. Did I, I, I don't I think said, I said absolutely that. Absolutely not. I don't <laughs> think I said that. You 100% but, but, said that. But, I had I actually made a list of things that I said that were that turned out to be completely wrong, which I wanted to bring up on this episode. So obviously I don't know much, but <laughs> no, I, I don't think I said that. I, I think I was always on the camp of uh, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. Uh, was I not? Some, some revisionist history up in here. I don't, I don't know about that one, Chief. All but right. anyways, delete the file so nobody can check. <laughs> but yeah, stop the count. No, but uh, anyways, yeah, this this completely caught me off guard because I think most people like me were expecting an NSO announcement in like September when they usually are. Yeah. And so when um, um, Shinya Takahashi, you know, the, the guy that does all that, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, here's some NSO announcements. I was like, 
wait, we're, 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 we're doing this now. And then sure enough, Game Boy pops up. And I'm like, sick. Yeah. GBA too. And then sure enough, they did that too. And that all went down. Um, slightly disappointed that uh, Fusion isn't going to be a launch title. But I think I think the following uh, announcement kind of yeah. makes up for it, you know. And, uh, you Can know, you... they didn't announce Zero Mission. But, like, that's okay. I know that's coming down the line eventually. You I'm know sure what would have they'll... been serendipitous, actually, is if Fusion was a launch title and, like, Metroid Prime also launched that day. That's true. One more time. That would have been kind of cool. Hmm. That's true, yeah. Little little homage. But no, I, I think, yeah, I'm completely fine. I'm fine with waiting for a little bit for, mm-hmm. for Metroid Fusion. Um, but yeah, yeah. And the starting lineups The starting lineups for both these consoles are also, like, really solid. I mean, on the yeah. Game Boy, you know, you got... Uh, I'm surprised they're going right into Mario Land 2 and not Mario Land 1, which is a nice surprise. Oh. That's generally... That's generally the one that people prefer on the Game Boy, so that was a pretty nice surprise. I do hope they they add that original Mario Land, though, because it does have a very I, soft, nostalgic place in my heart with that music. I have a sad story, actually. So when they were doing the games on Game Boy, they announced uh, Wario Land 3, and I was, I in my head, I was thinking that it was Super Mario Bros. Land 3, Wario Land. So, like, the first <laughs> Wario mm-hmm. Land. That was one of the first video games I ever played, so I was like, oh, yeah! Was not that game, but I bet you it'd come soon. But yeah, so I mean, that was that was a hype announcement. But then, of course, I mean, man, oh man, oh man, that trailer for Metroid Prime Remastered, uh, it just coming out of absolutely nowhere. My God, that that trailer and that visual and the music was just like on another level. And then uh, I couldn't, I could not believe the the next sequence of events. So it was like. Available as a digital purchase, available today, and it is not full price. So I want to recap a bunch of things that I have repeatedly said that com- turned out to be completely wrong. So I said for, I know I said this for sure, that there is no way that Nintendo would ever release a first party remake or remaster for less than full price. Eh, wrong. Uh, I also wrong. said, yeah, I also said that. Um, that uh, it would not be... The only way they could do it was if they had made it a digital release. And they would never make it a digital release. <clears throat> Wrong. Why would you even die on that hill? Why, why even say that? <laughs> I, I just... I didn't, I didn't did think you to so. make that? Like... Okay. In, in my mind, it's like... Okay, well, Skyward Sword has its, re- like, digital release. Xenoblade... Like, all these titles have this digital release. Or do, or have this physical release. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm tripping over myself. And uh, I was like, well, Metroid is going to get the same thing. And it will, but uh, yeah, t- no, I, I had like a bunch of L's across the board. So wait, wait, what was your what was your prediction for that? I don't know if I heard that right. Well, basically, I was like, there is no way that Nintendo would, A, make this game cheaper than a standard uh-huh. Switch, pre- uh, Switch game. I got that. Um, and then B, there's no way that they would release it as a digital title, like beforehand, right? Like before mm. a physical, like, I guess what I'm saying is uh, in no world did I ever expect that they would say like, it's available like right now. So yeah, that was, that was a couple L's across the board. And one more L, although I, it's like a half L because I don't know that I would necessarily walk this back, but I was, I remember saying that I would have rather the whole trilogy than like an up remake of Metroid Prime. I still think I that's true, you but saying after this. seeing this... Mm-hmm. Oh. I remember you saying that because I distinctly remember saying the opposite, saying did, I would yeah. rather take my, my the remastered well. Prime than their original trilogy ported with no updates, and boy, oh boy, was I right. I, they it, gave it you to know, you. It feels, it feels good to have the W 
That's why I'm wearing the Bordeaux jersey, one of the most, the most all-time winning goalie of all time. You know, like, that's, that's a goat right there, and so is this game. Another reason I'm wearing this. Yes, I'm glad you were wrong, because I think this was, as much as I want to see the trilogy, this game, to not get this... I think would have been a massive loss. Like we, this is exactly what we needed. So now I will I'm say, glad you're wrong. I, I mean, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad I was wrong too. I, I would still like. I think if I absolutely gun to my head had to choose, I'd still choose a trilogy. But man, oh man, after seeing this, after seeing this game in motion, sweet lord. Um, but I think that the lower price point bodes well for the future titles coming. Um, I can maybe, I don't know, I can maybe see two and three being on like a, a single cartridge. I don't know, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But oh, yeah, so I had a lot of L's, but I was happy to take him. Very happy to take him. This game, oh my God, did it ever just look absolutely gorgeous. I was going nuts when that trailer was going on. Oh, what a, I mean, is this the best looking game on Switch? I think it's, I think it's got to be. I think it's I think it's up there. Like I don't know. Like I think it's up there with Luigi's. Like Mansion I think 3 Luigi's Mansion Three. Uh I don't. I mean, yeah. What I, else? I don't know. I don't know who else really. I think it's the best looking Nintendo game of all time. Well, I mean, I think that's, I guess by I default, fair, if you're yeah. the best looking game on Switch, you're the best looking Nintendo right? game of all that's time. What that's what I'm getting at. Is that like if it looks the best on the Switch, what else? What other game could possibly of Nintendo's look better? I think it's the best looking Nintendo game they've ever released. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't really disagree with that. It looks absolutely phenomenal, and uh, man, oh man, oh man, it just, God, I like that. You forget you're playing oh. a Switch game sometimes. I'm like, wow, this is on the Switch? This is possible on the Switch? Like, actually, like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but so so I, I want to, we'll talk about the game uh, a little bit here. We'll, we'll go really in depth next week, but I've been I've been really taking my time with it so i and i was one of those guys i was like i'm gonna wait for the physical release i i only buy physical i'm gonna wait and like five minutes later i was like nope i'm gonna buy this right now <laughs> so i bought it and i was really taking my time like i've i'm like five hours in and i just got to phase on mines i've been scanning i've been doing like i don't know i've just been trying to not progress or whatever just to kind of take it all in i haven't seen you know when you're playing metroid prime originally like you shoot a door, and, like, there's a million enemies behind you, and that door sometimes can take uh, a second mm-hmm. or two to open. I haven't seen a single instance of that. Like, you hit a door, and it's, like, whoop, open immediately. I mean, like, it looks great. It runs great. It it sounds great. Man, what? And and it's selling great, too, as Doom, you pointed out. It's number one on the, on the digital charts right now. So, like, what... Uh, Maybe you know we thought we might not get that golden age after dread. Maybe we will. Yeah, right? Like it only took what like 14 15 months after dread released or so. Mm-hmm. 16 months I think, right? That's not bad. That's still within the window. Like we're still it, we'll it still really along. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no. Echoes I'm, was what? 2 years after after Prime? Yeah. 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 I mean that was a new game, but still this almost feels like a new game. Like mm how it how it looks and how it plays it absolutely feels like oh wow this is like truthfully this was my first playthrough of the game so i played it unfortunately like i had class after work on wednesday so the game gets announced i'm like oh my god this will be the longest three and a half hour class of my life (laughs) and i don't think i actually started till thursday i played like all afternoon thursday all afternoon friday and then i fought metroid prime saturday morning and then i just started another playthrough last night to go for 100 percent on normal but when I was playing it through the first time and after I wrapped it up, I was like, wow, that was my favorite playthrough of Metroid Prime, I think, since I played it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that, it, it truthfully was like, 
it, it was it's such a new life into like one of my favorite games, my second favorite game of all time, really. Like to pa- play it like that in a new way that I've been waiting to play it for so long. Like I've said this on the show so many times. All the game needed was updated visuals and new controls, and that's all it did, really. And that's exactly what it needed. So to play that, it was it was like playing it for the first time again. It was fun. It, it, it was it was it was freaking awesome. It was great. Oh yeah, it's it's so awesome. Like like I said, I'm I'm actually like trying to get lost. Like I went down into uh, into Magmore before I got the various suit, and like I had never died in my life. I don't think to extreme heat, but this time I was like, I want to see how far I can make it. It just I don't know. It just went off, and I've just been like exploring and and like. Because, you know, like, you play it for the first time, and you take it all in, and, and then in subsequent playthroughs, like, even a couple months ago when we did Mapping Metroid for the Orpheon and for Talon Overworld, I was I was playing it and, and loving it, of course, but I was kind of, like, trying to get to the point kind of quickly, because, you mm-hmm. know, we, we have a deadline or whatever, and, and we're doing the show, but, like, man, it, it's so nice, like, you just reading all the scans again and, and reading, like, the ones that don't mean anything. It's just, like, some random container or random bits of information. I, I can't say yeah. I've done that in a long time playing this game. It's, uh, uh, God, it's awesome. It's just, it's like eating a steak. You, you want to take your time and enjoy it. Well, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of scanning, um, there's actually a little hint of new content in the game. You can scan the asteroids now on the frigate Orpheon, which... For most people, that's probably such a whatever detail. That I actually popped off when I saw that tweet in action. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" And it's so yeah. cool. And it and actually like legit adds new lore to the game because the asteroids, you know, before they were just like kind of random asteroids floating in, but now those asteroids, um, they're highly radiated. And so I and many others have theorized that that's actually like little bits of like the Leviathan seed and bits of Talon Four still in orbit around the planet after the um after the meteor impact which is that's so cool like yeah. <laughs> to be to be fair i thought it was pretty obvious that the asteroids were from the impact of talon 4 into the leviathan right like that's kind of the whole point yeah <laughs> i thought so but yeah no that is actually really sick i think is that one of the is that like the only instance that we know of that there's been added lore to the game or is it just that do we know? I believe so. So I believe that scan log was actually cut content from Prime, from what mm. I understand, and this That's was cool. something they re-added. But nice. um, but yeah, in terms of like additional scans, I'm unsure. I haven't really heard anything yet. Mm-hmm. I did make a note to go back to scan them for the first time on my second playthrough because the first time I just like shot them, yeah. which is like <laughs> my favorite thing to do starting off. But yeah, no, I thought that was cool too. Like they added like that little bit of. Like, oh, they're radiated. Like, there's, they're not just asteroids, which maybe not isn't necessary, but it's like a little, like, flavor that this game is so well known for to have mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I thought that was cool, too. Yeah. I, uh, there, there's just so many little things. And then even the things that you, even the things that, like, you know are there before. Like, for example, I got to the, um, oh, God, what's, uh, the, I'm totally blanking on what the word is. Like, the, the room with all the planets, a hologram of all the planets. Observatory. Observatory. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I got to the observatory. God. Golly, that looks, that looks incredible. incredible. Golly, yeah. like that just looks amazing. Uh, just the, like touching down on Talon or the first time you go into Fendrana. It, it was, I was honestly like I was, I was 14 and playing this for the first time again. Just like, holy smoke. So, like, so, someone put this, I think I saw it on Reddit or Twitter. Someone was like, this is, this game is what you remember it looking like when you think mm-hmm. about it, playing it as yeah. a kid. Yeah, That's 100%. like literally not for me, not for me. Nah, they're like, so the second I saw the reveal trailer, like the first shot when they showed Chozo ruins, I'm like, oh, wait, no, 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 
This isn't just a texture swap. They rebuilt the visual assets. I don't well, know yeah, that but that's that. Though. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that like it looks so good? That's like what my memory like imagines yeah. it like having looked like as a kid when I played it for the first time. Like you know when you see something back in the day, your kid brain like fills yeah. in the details. Like this is what it looked like to my kid brain back then, or like me remembering it now 100%. through the eyes of you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, like when, that's, when I that's, think of like Hyrule Field and Ocarina of Time, I picture this like ultra 5k lush field or you know what i mean like <laughs> exactly that's my memory yeah. of it yeah when i think back to town overworld I'm like oh it looked like this when i yeah. played the original gamecube it didn't look like that now it looks like that like it is it, it, it's it, it's it's actually incredible how good of a job they did at updating not just like the environments but like the lighting mm-hmm. and yeah. the enemy textures and models like and the added effects they added to like the beams and the cannon and like so much little stuff that like I mean, the rain is like, oh, they didn't just like keep the rain and make it look nicer. Like you can you point your cannon up in the air and like the rain drips down the cannon and it drips mm. off of it and it goes down your visor. Like it's oh. it's the, every little detail is there and it's it's like exactly what it needed to be. It, they per- pinpointly perfectly nailed it. God, I actually I, really want to get into that uh, that talent landing sequence uh, if if we all don't mind, you know, because uh, sure. I feel like that's because like. We, you know, we've talked about this before during Mapping Metroid, but the talent landing sequence was the moment that I became a Metroid fan. So that mm. scene um, in the remaster, like, I was very much looking forward to it. Like, that is a very important scene to nail, right? And to say that they knocked it out of the park, I feel like would be quite the understatement of the year. Yeah. Um, I remember I remember watching the trailer, and, you know, they show the shot of the ship landing, and literally the first thing I noticed was that overhead shot of the foliage. Cause, oh, you know, I'm in watching the, cause, it right now. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah because yeah, in the in the in the um in the standard game um you know you'll look at the foliage and you know it's all pixelated you can actually see like the polygonal angles you know it has yeah. lots of 90 degrees and stuff like that the um some of the mushrooms and the leaves you can see you can see the pixelization on that not only does this new foliage look absolutely gorgeous but um it's not static anymore it has movement it's interacting with the wind and it's like interacting with the rain in real time and you can see the droplets dropping on the individual leaves instead of just passing through them there's such an insane level of detail here without a single without a single frame drop keep in mind and it's it's astounding like honestly it's It's a a clean 60 frames not not just on deck but handheld is i've only played i haven't i've only played i have only played handheld i played in bed so we can get yeah i've only played handheld because i wanted to just like cozy up in bed (laughs) to be fair i put it on my knees and i started using the pro controller anyway but even handheld 60 frames not a single stutter frame drop nothing like that's what i see this i'm like this is possible on the switch what is everyone else doing i mean granted like they just like touched up a game that already existed but like still like Man, that that is what I want from Nintendo games more often. It reminded me a lot of you remember like the Wii U tech demo, that Zelda game mm-hmm. that we never got. That when I was like, this felt like getting like if I were to get that Zelda game, like that's what I I would love a Zelda game that looks like that. It doesn't be like hyper realistic, but it has that like like just that really solid real like yeah it looks so good and yeah and and even it makes things uh clearer more legible too you know like going back 20 years like you can some game things in this game like at least from a distance can sometimes be kind of hard to read in this game everything is so clear like there's so much contrast too Mm -hmm. like i they they made things not only look good but also like 
easy for like someone who might not have played before to be able to like take notes from the environment. Like obviously we know Metroid Prime, one of the best things it does is it has such good environmental storytelling, not just from like, oh, the lore you can create, but like how it directs you in certain places to find things like putting um, like a bit of Chozo lore above like a morph ball tunnel. So like, oh, I go and scan that. Look at that. There's a way for it to progress. All of those elements of Metroid Prime are still here, obviously, but now they're even more pronounced because the game looks better. So you can see those signs in the environment that much more easily. And they, they, I mean, that part of it alone makes this game so accessible for someone who's never played it before. But someone who has, it just looks immaculate. But perfect example is, is I was uh, schmucking around Talon Overworld yesterday, and I was in it's it's with a big tree room, uh, the one with the invisible platform. And mm-hmm. I don't think that I've ever noticed before, like when the rain hits that invisible platform, you you kind of know it if you know it, but if you don't, then you probably don't. And so yesterday I was in that room and I could see the rain and I've never been able to see before just hitting this platform. So I was like, oh, great. I know Mm -hmm. that something is there so you can go and explore. Uh, So it just like the way that it kind of tees up these these hidden secrets, I feel like is just a lot more expressive. Like the world is a lot more expressive just because it looks so, so much brighter, cleaner, crisper. Um, So, yeah, I I completely agree with that. The, The way the way this world works is. It's just like flabbergasting that this is running handheld on Nintendo Switch. Actually, to yeah. add to your comment too about the talent overworld, one thing that I noticed um, when you're landing is in the original Metroid Prime, there's like some some waterfalls that you see in the distance, and they look good, but they're they're kind of you can if you look at them, they're just kind of like a line that simulates thin. water. Yeah, yeah. Like paper. Yeah. Thin. This one, like, there's water. There's you can see like water actually falling, and it's spraying out and yeah. like, going in different directions yeah. at times. That's great. And there's, like, it's such a developed. small thing, yeah. but like, yeah, it looks so awesome. And like, you know, you were talking about the beams earlier, and like, so I, I like I said, I've been I've been taking my time. So I just actually got the ice beam yesterday. You know, the new I ice beam effect popped off at that ice beam effect because it's like that looks sick. You know, it's, it's like when you take something out of the freezer and you've got the you know all the frost on you. It looks so awesome. Like it looks so fantastic that I I just I had pause and like smile and I was kind of giggling to myself and I probably looked like a creep, but I was just like so happy. Ooh. You know, <laughs> like. And especially after Trilogy, when, you know, they had to remove those effects to get it running on the Wii. Like, you know, it's so happy yeah. to see, like, all that stuff back. Yeah. Yeah. And and I there, there are a couple of things in this game that, like, I was thinking, oh, was this in the original or not? But, like, it just it didn't even matter because, like, oh, wow, this just looks like it's a whole new thing. Yeah. Um, like, I remember seeing for the first time, I think it, this happens with both the thermal visor and the x-ray visor. When you have the ice beam out, you can see, like, the cold air, like, pouring out of the arm cannon mm. as you're holding it in those visors looks so so sick um or like when you shock something with the wave beam and like their corpse on the ground you can still like see the electricity bouncing around (laughs) and you can hear it bouncing around their corpse amazing and then there's one hallway too in the crashed frigate um after you go up the uh the long like the long lift where you're jumping up the platforms and there's aqua reapers you have to shoot them and jump back and forth you get to the top there's a hallway and it has like this bioluminescent like this blue stuff on the wall right awesome and it's like yeah you can see like bits of it like in the hanging in the air and like oh like this is so good like I, i don't know how many screenshots on my switch i have to have hundreds of screenshots of just metroid prime shots like just from playing in the past couple days like my switch is filled with them the game is beautiful mm, yeah I, I got to that exact same hall yesterday and i was just like so damn cool. like this looks uh, like even the water just in general in that area like oh my 
God, mm-hmm. it looks it looks so good and just like the the water effect, everything looks so clear. Like that was one thing in the original Prime that was a little bit tough is like when you're in water, it it was a little bit murky. This is yeah. like just yes, so yes. crystal clear, but it, like well, it I still think, feels like you're underwater. Mm, mm. Well, I think the murkiness was an intentional design choice because when you have the various suit, the water is murky. But once yes. you get the gravity suit, the water starts to clear up more. I didn't go to the crash frigate before getting the gravity suit this time, by the way. Go me. I, I, I did it on my first playthrough. I did. And just because I can't resist, you're like right there after you get that ice beam and you're like, ah, it's right there. Like I can go and take this door. But um, I didn't do it the second time. Which I felt, I felt like such an epic gamer. Like, haha, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> fall for it. Just like I didn't fall for missing the ice streak bat this time, because my first playthrough, I got like ninety eight percent of the scans and like eighty percent of the, the ice streak bat. Uh, that's they are in a couple rooms, um, like the ice ruins west, like okay. where those she goths are. Um, and you're jumping around the rooftops of those houses. There's like that spawn, and there's a couple other ones, but I'm pretty sure they go away. Once you get the thermal visor, so Uh-oh. you have to scan them before that. Otherwise, you'll miss them. I missed that one. and I missed, I think, the elite pirate or one of the phasing elites, which like you fight one of and then mm. it goes away. And I didn't yeah. scan that either. Um, uh, I think but, I'm in trouble. Yeah. So I'm going for 100 percent this time. But um, yeah, I, I actually want to talk about that later. But yeah, uh, but, but yeah, those areas so sick. Love it. Love it. I, there's so much to love in this game, actually, and we've so already I, gone through some of the things I love. But so yeah. I believe I believe they go away after you get Spider Ball, not Thermal. Because what happens is okay. after you collect, because after you collect Spider Ball, uh, Thordis is replaced with a She Goth, and all those baby yes. She Goth spawns in those two areas are replaced with regular She Goths at that point. Yeah, and it's that which causes the um the Shriek bats to go away. I believe. Yeah, oh, it, it's I, it's I'm some item you get. Just yeah. keep your eye out for them. <laughs> okay, no, I, I'm, it's too late for me. I, I've already lost it. Oh, well. um, you have to play again. Oh no. I, I know. <laughs> Darn. No. <laughs> um, yeah so i mean uh do we want to talk about some of the the accessibility features next control features uh let's just let's head over there yeah i I, I think we've set our piece on this game looks yeah. amazing looks incredible i think it's the best looking nintendo game of all time and if this is what metroid prime remaster looks like man metroid prime 4 yeah. i i can't i can't wait and i think i can't again stress how the 60 frames even on handheld buttery smooth no drops like that is just music to my music to my eyes, man. Like it was perfect. And without it, and with and again, like Andy said earlier, without any stuttering in the load time. Obviously, no. I'm nowhere near as far as you guys are. I'm still at the first save point in Magmore. I just have not had the time to play play. I I am going to be playing it today though because I do have a free day today. So. Hey. I, I, I but, think, um, but yeah, the, I haven't had a single stutter in those door loading I, times. Which, but, but I'll let you continue in a sec, Dak. Which, if we get Prime Three, oh my gosh, if they can bring these loading times to Prime Three again. That's mm. going from a that's going from a B to an A just from those loading times alone yeah. for me if they do that. I definitely agree. And I was gonna say I have not experienced any loading issues with the regular doors, but there are a couple doors in the game that like the big the massive ones that have like the four piece like breakaway. Well, like the ones to the crash it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A couple of those are a little slower to open, but I think you can chalk that up to like, oh well they're bigger doors and the ship is crashed and blah 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 blah. I, yeah. Um I think they do open a little slower, but I think that was also the case in the original game too. So mm-hmm. again, not a nothing crazy. I have never, I have not, still not experienced a situation where like I'm getting chased by enemies or like I'm in a pinch situation and the door just won't open. At least those yeah. doors <laughs> are in like you know areas where there's no enemies, so it's fine. I feel like that's an instance of like you know um, a tech 
a technicality that you can that you can also mask within the game environment, which I think which those are my favorite kinds of like gaming yeah, details. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like it's in the crash forget, like it's a massive mm-hmm. door. Yeah, it'll open a little slower than a small little door in a not crash ship. Like t- I mean, mm-hmm. the fact that there's a working safe station in the crash forget, which I think I brought up last time when we went over this area, is miraculous. So I'll take a slow opening door, no big deal. Yeah, but yeah. Let's jump into like the controls and accessibility and stuff. Um, so, so yeah, I, I will say I did notice that one door too, but that, I mean, that's it. Like, that's it. Yeah. So that, that's really very it. Impressive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm taking, I took a couple big L's on the, uh, on them releasing the, the up version of Metroid prime and then the, mm-hmm. uh, the digital and the price and stuff like that. But I think that we can all collectively take a W for, for the, the amount of control options. Cause we said it was going to be dual analog and, the original tank controls and motion controls that basically work like the Wii. And all of those are there. And we got the hybrid too. We got four control schemes. We got like the Splatoon style gyro and dual analog plus the three just mentioned. Mm. That's, I mean, this is literally what this game needed was just new controls and new graphics. And that's, that's what it got. If you you guys won't take the L, I will happily take the L this time because while I wanted all that stuff, I thought there's absolutely no way that Nintendo is going to have all of those control schemes. I thought dual analog for sure. That's going to be the default. And then the Wii controls as an option. And I figured that's it. You get one of two options. No, they also have the classic controls in the GameCube, which Unfortunately, right now, they're not too perfect. However, um, uh, Sunshine from the 3D All-Stars collection also had a similar issue that they patched in later, and now it works perfectly with the GameCube controller. I'm fairly yeah. optimistic that they'll do the same That they'll do the same here, get all the, get all those kinks worked out. But, um, but you know, yeah, you, I, have, I tried... you also have gyro aiming, and you have all sorts yeah. of different options that you can put on the different controls. You can do gyro aiming on the classic GameCube-style controls. That's how customizable all of this is. It's ridiculous. On a Nintendo game of all things. Well, it's a re- hey, let's let's point out it's not just a Nintendo game; it's a retro game. I and think an that's iron, the, and, and an Iron Galaxy as well. Well, it's retro know? Iron Galaxy. A bunch of other people having that like super team led by retro. Like it's not just a Nintendo game, bro. Like they know what they're doing. Like I, we can rely on them to add this stuff. Like mm-hmm. retro and these like they take no, they do not miss. They do not miss. I mean, yeah, they I haven't thus far, but so yeah, I was I was playing on the original GameCube controls yesterday just to yeah. just like test drive them for a little bit. It was a little bit uh, get know, that out of here, get that noise out of here. I, I don't think I'm going to be playing it's on the. I, I wanted to see how they how they did on the Joy Cons, and even that wasn't like too horrible. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't play on that for this, but uh, you know, it, it was still nice for for those who want to. I actually, I will say. I don't know if you gentlemen agree or not. It, it did take me like a little bit of uh, just a little bit of time to like get used to the dual analog for whatever reason. And I think it's because yeah. I've been so used to playing like the, the Prime Trilogy version. Um, it, it, it took me just a second for it to for it to like click in my brain. But actually, particularly when I was fighting um, some Chozo ghosts and I had my dual analog going on and it was it was jarring because like you're holding down your charge beam with one with one finger, so you can't move the the joystick right under it to turn. So that that one, I was like, oh god, like I kind of missed well, the. But like, I that's, think that's just me. But that's because you're using the face button to shoot there, where you could use the trigger. And well, even if I, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. If you use the trigger and your thumb, yeah, that's by the way, I thought that was great. Is that they not it only is. just added, they added not just <laughs> excuse me, not just dual analog, but. <clears throat> Like trigger firing, bumper jumper, 
like all that kind of stuff so that way you don't have to just jump with a and shoot with b whatever it is i mean a lot of the time for me i'm jumping with left like the left shoulder button i'm firing with the right trigger whatever it is and then i'm moving around with the right stick like this is perfect and then if you want to use like the beam combo you can shoot with a and then trick the the shoulder to activate that like yeah they 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 not only added the dual analog but they also gave you multiple ways to play mm-hmm. like you could claw grip if you want like it accommodates to many different ways of holding the controller flawless i, I will say the, literally... the one thing though is like when uh and again just me in that particular scenario i i find it a little bit um not awkward but it, it took a little bit of getting used to to like have the trigger for your beam and then press R button to do a super missile. I, I I found it was a little bit easier to do A and then the top R for a super missile, but then you kind of run into that thing where you're kind of like you're you're facing whatever way you're facing. That's honestly the only hiccup that I found in the controls like thus far. Like that's it, and it's a very very minor hiccup. Well, I was just gonna say for me, this is pretty much the solution that I proposed when we did um our Metroid Prime Trilogy control scheme video like a while ago where Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? There's a way where you can have um, the beams and uh, on both the face buttons and uh, the triggers at the same time. Um, And it would specifically make it easier to do beam combos and stuff. Or if you just want that kind of retro feel of the, of the face button and yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't implemented exactly the same way I did it, but it was similar, including the beam swap, which, you know, yes. I haven't unlocked another yet, W for all of us. There we go. <laughs> Which, um, yeah, I pretty much, I was like, you know, you could probably just hold one of the face buttons and then turn the scan visor button into a beam swap. But that's exactly what they did. exactly what you do. Yeah, Yeah, I think the only, my only issue with that and now playing it more is that you can't look and change your beam at the same time because you need, Mm -hmm. uh, you need to take your right thumb off the control stick to activate uh, Y or X, whatever this, whatever. I think, there's a, I think there's a simple solution, and they should add um, another another option. I don't know if this will actually happen. They should add another option to uh, make it a toggle instead of a hold. So that way you could just toggle the beam or, or visor yes. on and off, and then that you would, still have... Yeah, that'd be yeah. good. That would be great, because currently I just claw grip it like real quick. If like there is a situation where I need to look around and change weapons, like if I'm on yeah. the run or dodging something, I'll just claw grip real quick. But yes, that would be great to change I, it potentially to a toggle. Are we, are we 100% sure that's not there? Because uh, I actually, I'm not 100% sure that that's not, not a, in well, the game. Well, I went through all the control options, and I don't remember seeing I don't that either, either, but... So, so I, I, I could be I can, wrong, I can, but I'm I can, pretty... I can, I can just turn on my Switch right okay, now. Okay, Dak is doing some research. For you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a live experiment. <laughs> okay, well, right while now. you're doing that, I, I want to bring up another point, too. Um, so, so, obviously, everybody here knows that I work in Zelda Dungeon, and I've been trying to get my, you know, the guy who no, owns Zelda doesn't. Dungeon to... No, it, it doesn't? doesn't? Okay, that's too bad. But uh, that is a good idea. Uh, and something that they very easily could do. So mm-hmm. I've been trying to get the guy that owns Zelda Dungeon to play Metroid games for forever, and I've got him on Super, I've got him on Fusion, and so he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up uh, Metroid Prime, but like, oh, I don't like the 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 HUD, and like it takes up one third of the screen, which was ridiculous. How do you not like the HUD? That's uh, one of the best parts. <laughs> d- don't get me started. Anyways, so you can even you can even make the HUD, you can turn the HUD off if you don't want it. That's what I, that's what I'm getting at. Like, I was just like, this game is so accessible. I was like, here, Jabroni, like you can t- completely turn this off if you do not want to see it. I don't remember that being in the original. Maybe it is, but I think I think it was actually. If, yeah, if it could was be wrong, but okay, I- well, just another example of how fantastic the original game is, but. I I just I happened to see that like minutes after he was like uh, about the HUD and I was like there you go there's another 
accessibility option that makes it so simple, so easy, so user-friendly for you. There you go. Buy Metro. Isn't there even like a, a colorblind mode in this game or something? Like, that, it, I don't know. Oh, that caught me yeah. so off guard. Like, that's accessibility like, right there. Colorblind options in a Nintendo game. Like, are we sure that we're not all in some collective coma right now? Like, how is that yeah. a real sentence that we're saying right now? And, and I think even adding dual analog makes the game a lot more accessible too, because now, these days, the tank controls don't make any sense to anyone that has, you know, has ever played a video game in the past 20 years, really. And I think this game itself becomes more accessible when you can look up and down while moving easily. It makes platforming so much easier. It yes. allows you to like yes. kind of like traverse environments so much easier. So like for me, for people who have been playing the game for a while, like at this point, I'm actually really looking forward to play on hard mode because on normal, you can just like run past so many enemies, which actually I find kind of fun because it's like an obstacle course as you just dodge stuff. And when you get so many energy tanks, you like tank everything. And you don't have to worry about taking damage. But like now that I can like smoothly move around the environment with dual analog, look up and down, it feels like a completely different game. I and completely I completely agree. I, like it makes the it feels like it opens up the game so much more because you don't feel so limited and like that, digitally looking around. Like you can like take in the environment in much more natural capacity. You can move between uh, targets so much easier. You can look at what you're doing when you're jumping from platform to platform. You can look at where you're about to land instead of just like looking straight for no yes. reason. Yes, you know where I really noticed like, that was a crashed frigate. And, and you know when you're yeah. going in the main sector and like you got to jump yes. from platform to platform. God, mm -hmm. like it, it was so nice to be able to look down and be like, okay, I'm not in fact overshooting this platform. I'm going to land and then I can jump again. It really shows like how much the original controls held back. The, the game, I think, really. Like, I think that was the biggest issue that the original game had. And even then, it was still playable, for sure. It didn't hold it back too much. But had it had dual analog controls, like, from the get-go, I think it would have made such a difference. And I'm glad now that we have them. Even, like, the gyro stuff, which I haven't done. I only played dual analog so far. Um, it, it, it really functions really well. I would say the only issue I have with the dual analog, and I wish there were some ways to adjust this in the settings, there are no, like, there's no like sensitivity, yeah. Like slider, and when you look up and down, I'm you pretty sure there is. I'm pretty sure there is a sensitivity slider. Is there? I didn't. When I looked in the options, I didn't see one. But maybe I missed it. But what I don't like, at least in, on default, and maybe you can change it. But on default, um, without changing anything, just picking dual analog, looking up and down is not the same sensitivity as looking left to right. You look left and right faster than you look up and down. Which mm. is not a big deal, but I noticed it a ton. I'm like, ah, please, like, I just want to look up real quick. Looking left to right, no big deal. And I even noticed there's almost a difference in sensitivity from the Pro Controller to the Joy-Cons. Because I felt looking with the Joy-Con controller, or the camera with the Joy-Con, felt a little looser. Felt like I had higher sensitivity, whereas with the Pro Controller, it felt a little tighter. It wasn't as, as sensitive. Right. So I don't know. I'll have to look in the options. Maybe that's something you can change around. But that was one thing I noticed about Dual Analog, is not having that one-to-one sensitivity on the y and x axis but otherwise i mean it's still I, I analog. It, it's a, so good a bit. I, I agree like yeah. a, a bit like not i, I wouldn't have even probably a very little a very, yeah, very little minuscule like yes a little, but it's a little stiff that's all mm -hmm. like uh I, and i don't remember if it was specifically going up and down if i i trust you you're probably I right it's, if it's she yeah. has a stiff neck it's no big deal yeah it's okay um so yeah that's uh i mean the controls are incredible and they they brought back some of the the good stuff that they included in uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy, which uh, for for me is like the spring ball. I love 
the spring ball. It is kind of awkward when when you're because I've been playing in handheld and like there's no button assigned to it, so you kind of gotta. Yeah, there is. Know. Yeah, there is. Is there, is there a button assigned yeah, to it? Button. Yeah, it's why. What? It's why? Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, well then, completely never mind. I've been, that, that I've been like th- like tilting my switch up. Really? Yeah. No, it's a button press. <laughs> I've and I've crazy. got like three of the energy tanks that you have to do like a couple of the bomb jumps for just by doing yeah. like. That, that, that always threw me off because, or at least it's thrown me off in this game because the jump for spring ball is different than your jump. Yeah, well, that's, that's not what I mean. spring ball. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like that, that, that was one thing I had to get used to is that I would hit the wrong button at first. Oh my god, this is, um, this is unbelievable. But, but that's that's interesting you bring that up because I wanted to save that question for um for next time. But since you brought the spring ball, the, so the spring ball, from what I remember, was not in the original no. Metroid Prime. They added no. that for trilogy and like the new play control, whatever it is. Yeah. Do you think the spring ball should have been kept in as is, or, or yes. should it have been not in the game as it was in the original game? No, I would have kept it, should... it. Yeah, for sure. So and... I would have, I would have kept it. I will say there is one particular puzzle, and I think you know where I'm going to get to this. There's an energy tank in uh, Magmore Caverns mm-hmm. um, that requires a lot of double jumping, and if you mess it up, you fall into the lava. But with, um, but with the, um, with the spring ball. It completely negates that entirely because yeah. it's significantly because easier. The, because yeah, yeah, because the bombs you don't, don't blow destroy. up the thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I think that's I think that's the one exception where I, I think the spring ball kind of takes it out. But otherwise, yeah, uh, I think it's an absolutely wonderful quality of life improvement. Yeah, I, I think I think it adds a lot. Um, personally, like because uh, I never. You know, like, I, I get what you're saying. It's, like, kind of an extra challenge, an extra element of danger. But, like, that's kind of one... Ex- and it's like, one puzzle. It's, yeah. it's a sacrifice. And who wants to fall to in lava? Let's be real here. I think also that puzzle is one that I think a lot of people would just end up missing in exactly. general. Because they yeah. might not put it together that they need to bomb jump all the way up there. Yeah. So I think it would only really affect people who, like, are a little more dedicated players. That said, I or, wish or there was a that, top... they don't have the skill to pull it off. And eventually it's just like, they're just like, forget this. It's not worth it. Right. Yeah, I think there should be a t- if there isn't one, maybe there is. I think there should be a toggle because if I were to play on like hard mode, I would be like, oh, I don't want the spring ball. I want to be able to only have to. I would have forced myself to only have to bomb yeah. jump. I wish it were a toggle. I wish it wasn't the default because I agree it does sm- like smooth like the the difficulty scale there a little tiny bit in a portion of the game. That said, I do think it makes the game again a little more accessible to yeah. people because bomb jump puzzles can kind of be a little technical i think for someone who's never played a metroid prime game or an fps before or even i mean i guess not fps it's a morph ball puzzle like someone who's never played metroid prime before maybe may not be able to pull those off very easily like why not give them the spring ball i think because this is again going to be tons of people's like entry point into the metroid prime series for people like us who've been playing for a while a bomb puzzle no big deal for someone who's never played before Spring ball definitely helps. And you still have to get the rest of the way too, you know, like, yeah. and it also streamlines the game too. Cause there's a bunch of, <coughs> excuse me. There's a bunch of areas in the game where you only need a single bomb to get into like a tunnel, by the way. And now it's like, Oh, I could just spring jump into it. It just like streamlines the experience a little bit. Yeah. So, that's why yeah. I like it. It just makes, it just makes that traversal so much faster and smoother. Yeah. I can't believe there's an assigned button. You guys, you guys blew my mind. Uh, I, will I can't say believe too, you've been going like this the whole time. To dude, jump. Are you legitimately, I've I've literally been like like I'm surprised I haven't hit myself the forehead with my switch. Oh, okay, so you've been playing handheld. Yeah. Um, Doom, how have you been playing? What I, controls been playing and what setup? 
Doc uh, with a pro doing, controller, dual yeah, analog. Doing, yeah, Doc dual analog. Um, I have free aim turned on. I tried. I tried using gyro with the free with the free aim specifically at first. I ended up taking that off. I'm, I right. use the uh, right stick now for the free aim, um, which I'm I'm actually surprised because I I actually like the gyro um, aiming in Splatoon. So mm-hmm. I figured that I'd like it here, but I think I think the thing in the the thing in Prime it shake it's too it shakes the camera too much and it just really disorients me. So I just much prefer. Uh, using the analog stick for that yeah yeah i think that makes sense because in splatoon the camera's tied to your character and like you can do mm-hmm. crazy stuff with your gun but it's still focused on your your character yeah. whereas in this game it's tied to where your armor is so um yeah okay so you played and then do uh, um andy you said you played handheld the entire time you uh, feel yeah, like that was time. felt felt good I, I mean honestly like it's it's the smoothest that I've, yeah. I've ever played Metroid Prime. It's uh, it's one of the smoothest Switch games. Uh, very well could be the best looking Nintendo game of all time, and that's on handheld. There's been no no hiccups, no nothing. Um, all those accessibility features. I mean, like just like what uh, like the entire thing is just like just really like the complete package. And uh, again, I, I want to harp back to my first L, but like this thing is like forty bucks. For, for this bucks, game, man. like unbelievable. Right? I mean, it's more it's like, more for me, but you know, whatever. I feel like I feel like we all took the L on that one because I I certainly didn't expect this to be no. forty dollars, especially especially when I saw how far they went with this. Because like I never imagined that that you know they would remaster the game in this way. I thought like at most we would get like a Wind Waker HD style remaster, where which I would have been really fine good. With. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where where it's like mostly lighting and texture changes, maybe some small quality of life improvements, but nothing beyond that. I didn't expect them to remodel nearly every polygonal asset in this game from the ground up. Like that just completely it's, exceeded my expectations. Yeah, I it is. It's such a good looking game, man. It's like what it's, I've wanted this game to look like for so long. Um, I personally, I played handheld. So first I played um, handheld or portable mode the entire time. The first I played it handheld with the Joy-Cons in. I'm like laying in bed like this, like blah, 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 like playing. Yeah. And then eventually, I think um, after I got to the Space Jump boots in my first playthrough, I brought out the Pro Controller. I think it was mostly because I felt the Joy-Con right stick, and maybe it's just my personal Joy-Con, felt a little too loose for my aiming. I was like, I I wanted, I want a sweet spot, and I wanted a little less sensitive, so I changed my Pro Controller. Playing on the Pro Controller, man, perfect first of all, i mean the switch pro controllers i think one of the best um design controllers for like any console Agreed. um playing this game on it i mean perfect absolutely perfect this this is i think this with dual analog is like the best way to play the game officially hmm. a- in any circumstance for me and i do like the gyro and stuff too but i wanted to like i didn't want to have to do all that so i played it that way for the rest of the time but i played it like my switch like on my on my stomach or on my legs or like right here on my desk right in front of my face mm-hmm. i'm gonna play it docked eventually but i played it both ways and it felt incredible it felt so natural it felt exactly what this game needed and that it looks so good without any drops or any like changes and noticeable changes really any changes at all in detail and fidelity and resolution playing in handheld mode i mean props to the entire team to be able to pull that off not just the original team that created the game to have such a good foundation but this new team of retro and iron galaxy and all the other partnered studios they worked with um to build on that and and make it look phenomenal so yeah and it played so good uh what more can you really say it, it was it is i think honestly i think it's the best remaster i played for a game like ever uh, it, i really did. Be up there yeah and and I we really kind of we kind of got into the minute uh in in our discord but like remaster versus like uh remake 
I think, like, for me, uh, this is clearly a remaster. And if we're yes. going on that terms and we're taking out, like, let's say, like, Resident Evil 2, stuff like that. I mean, I, I might agree. This is the... This is everything you want in a remaster. It looks awesome. It plays awesome. It has tons of extra options that it didn't have before. We, we haven't even actually talked about all the extras that it included from uh, yeah. Metroid Prime Trilogy as well, which is like kind of cool stuff because then you get like the original concept art. You can get like the remastered concept art. You can unlock the soundtrack, which is awesome. Like, yep. And um, one thing actually that I want to shout out is I that they don't have to. those hokey friend token gimmicks that they have in yeah, the, uh, no, I, I in like the, the trilogy token. one. No, those like are horrible. Give me the option. I like the ah. little tokens. And let me get my bobbleheads in my ship. Come I'm, just, on. I'm just glad the friend tokens are out. Like, or, or, I, like I, mean, like, I like the, the bobblehead, but like seeing the, the silly like green uh, Metroid logo is just like, ah, get that out of there. <laughs> I kind of like that. But well, yeah, I mean, I you could have. I mean, you can turn those off even in the original game. So I don't. I, I'm whatever on that. I'm just glad that you don't have to like exchange friend vouchers with people anymore. Oh, that was man, that was horrible. I had every reward except for those ones. But um, but no, you you mentioned the music, and that's actually something I really want to break up because as a music nerd, oh, I was popping off about some recent information that came out. So um, a uh, big a uh, big person in the Metroid community, un, uh, a guy named <clears throat> Unknown. Which um, if you if you don't know about them. Uh, they actually contributed uh, one of the songs in the recent Harmony of a Hunter Returns album, the uh, the wrecked ship thing that appears on it, which is one of my personal favorites on the album. I really love what they did with that. But um, so uh, the music ripping community has been trying really hard to get this music out because it's it has it, it it's very it's a lot more difficult than regular games are because of like the codex involved in that stuff that's way way beyond uh, what what I know. But they were. Uh, able to um, extract the files to a certain degree, and they found out um, that these are actually remastered files sourced at 48 kilohertz a second. Everyone is like, okay, Doom, what does that mean? What, is, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, here's the thing. The GameCube and the Wii, the Wii audio uh. files are sourced at 3200 kilohertz per second. Now, this is this is pretty standard for back in the day because a GameCube disc is about, I think, 1.2 gigabytes total so you have to like really reduce that file size on the music to be able to fit all of that content on a single disc and so but now with more modern games you know with the file sizes getting bigger you know you're starting to see more higher quality audio files being able to be implemented switch games are of course an exception though because even switch games still have relatively low file sizes i mean you know the prime remaster is seven gigs whereas like a modern game is like you know probably going to be between 40 and 150 gigabytes give or take anyways so the industry standard for um, for like a, a compact CD is a 16-bit 44.1 kilohertz um, file, and um, the human ear can hear, I believe, on average about 40,000 kilohertz max. The reason why that 44 is important, though, is because that additional headroom um, it plays with the phase changes and kind of the timbre of the sound when you start hearing sounds out of your range you don't hear the actual notes itself but they start to have an influence of the, the notes around you and create a very specific tambora element and same thing with 48 kilohertz and the new music in metroid prime is sourced at 48 kilohertz which means that they didn't just rip the gamecube files and put them into the game we are getting for the first time a high definition presentation of the metroid prime soundtrack and I cannot wait for this thing to be ripped in full and hear out. Like, I am so happy that, you know, we finally get to have this preserved um, in pristine glory like never before. So 
that's just a me thing. Um, I'm super happy about it. And, you know, again, shout outs to Unknown for uh, the work that they've done on this. And, you know, I can't wait to hear it in full. So two things. One, if you're happy, I'm happy. That rocks. And two, uh, I mean, if it's better, if it's better, higher quality Metroid Prime music, I'm all about it. I, I've actually been playing. So usually when I, when I play my games now, like I usually play them on the Switch and usually I'll just, I'll, we have like the radio playing for my dog or whatever. So like, it's, it's not exactly like I'm like super hyper focused on the music. I've been playing with like headphones in, just taking it all in. It sounds incredible. It may be, Maybe it maybe it's just because like I'm I'm hyper focused on the music, but it, I mean it really just does sound like breathtaking as as the soundtrack always has. But it's hitting extra like extra hard for the last couple nights, so, so maybe that could be why. Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been playing this with um with my surround sound headset. Yeah. And it's just been an absolutely immaculate experience. I don't know much that except it still sounds great. It sounds amazing. <laughs> you know, I don't know technically that it sounds better, but my brain knows that it sounds yeah. still really good. And I think that just goes back to like they didn't they didn't try to mess with the formula, right? They didn't try to like oh let's redo the tracks and let's add the, like they didn't they didn't mess with what was already perfection. They just like this is already yeah. really good. Let's just keep what is already really good, which already doesn't need to be fixed, which isn't broken. Let's just run with it. And the music is, I mean, if anything, they just, they, they enhanced it and made it even better, but they didn't be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, let's move this around and try to redo this. And which is still why I think it's pretty much a remaster and it is, but they didn't try to like tool yeah. around with the formula, which is, ex- which it didn't need. And Has anyone noticed any, perfect. any new sounds or anything like that? Not, not music noticed- necessarily, but like sound effects. I have noticed a couple new sound effects. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's been some new Foley changes, which I, I've pretty much liked all the Foley change. There's, um. When Samus first lands on the friggin' orphan after doing uh, the the front flip, the one in the original game it sounds very light and doesn't really match the environment. This new one that they put is like a very heavy metallic thud. Like it mm. sounds like a very heavy metal on metal contact. Right. I noticed the parasite queen when um, she's climbing down the reactor shaft. There's also it has um a lo- a lot more lower frequencies um in her claws, which I again I really liked. So right. yeah, they're very very subtle fully fully changes, but I think. All the ones that I have noticed have been for the better. See, I actually know what that term means, so I know what Dude was talking about the whole time. Um, oh, well, you're ahead of me, but uh, I, yeah, I trust um, you. Foley just means a sound effect. So, like, basically, you you record a sound effect in real life and you, you put it into a movie. So, basically, like, maybe you're recording recording some cowboy boots, and so you take like you know Two sticks a of celery or yeah, yeah I, I get yeah, what exactly. you're saying. Yeah, yep, that's Foley. Yeah, um, there's another really cool sound effect. I think in the frigate, like one of the first hallways you walk in, there's like some paneling on the side, and it sounds like just more robust and like I don't know. I yeah. can't can't describe it. There, one thing I will note, I will say though, I don't know if this was in the original game, but the parasites on the frigate in the beginning of the game seemed a little louder, and maybe I was just misremembering it. Maybe they are as loud in the original, but this time I was playing, I was like, wow, they're really loud this time. There was one point I was walking through and like all I could hear were like the parasites. It's like I was playing that um what's that game that came out recently where like it's about like the plague, plague tale. And all you can oh, hear is rats tale, all the no time. Requiem, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I could I couldn't play that game because all you could hear is the sound of rats. I was like, absolutely not. And it sounded it was like it was that loud to me. I was like, wow, maybe I'm just misremembering. I do not remember it being that loud. Otherwise, yeah, the sounds great some new sound effects or, or like different updated versions also great I have, I have two quick points one of them is completely unrelated to anything we're talking about one i know we already talked about the visuals and we like you know what more they're great aren't they doesn't the game look so good dude parasite queen 
Yes. Like, it's it's night and day. Like, I I know, but like, Parasite Queen in particular to me was just that. It was the one. And I was just like, holy smokes. You can see, like, like the the scale and, like, the little, like, I don't know, like, like the awesome. exoskeleton breaks like oh it's oh. so good they even they even added battle damage to her implying that like you know she got in a fight oh. with like a ton of space but like like it's not just like a perfect model there's like oh it's yeah all, all the enemies and bosses got like a revamp yes. like everything looks so much clearer and like more Thardis yesterday was fighting him and when he's rolling Thard- in his ball oh man it looked awesome i can't wait to get I, the, the space pirates in general i think got such an upgrade because like the the base space model space pirate model looks so good now they yeah. they perfect like back in the day they perfectly captured that like 80s alien look to them and they have all these like wires hanging off them and like things strapped to their arms and you can see it it's like pronounced now and then like the the elite pirates the omega pirates i mean you they have a whole new like face and you can see like the like the ligamature and like the ligaments in their body and like that like the sharpness of their claws like it looks so good um Mm. Yeah, the, mm. the Magmores look awesome. Like when you first fight one of those in the caverns, look great. The Shegoth, the 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 adult Shegoth looks incredible. Looks oh, so good. That was another standout for me in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, R- Ridley. I mean, not. I know you guys haven't Ridley, gotten that far. Ridley looks like, awesome from the I mean, trailer. We saw him in the frigate. Although you although, do see him in the frigate, yes. I, he had kind of like a Proteus Ridley thing going on. I thought. See, okay, see that's. Uh, so apparently, in the original game. That's how he always looked. Like he didn't have a fully metal head. Oh, really? He yes. If you if you look actually at the model, he actually does. His head is not entirely metal, um, which I thought was the case as well. That's apparently not the case. Um, but this is how he was always supposed to look, I guess. So oh, he, like, I, I like the full metal to be honest. I I agree, but now it, he looks so identical to his ultimate design. It's like they took literally his design from Ultimate and just made it into what Ridley's size actually supposed to be. Um, I do agree. I, I liked my original perception of him being more metal, mm. but he still looks so freaking good. I mean, I also I also don't Metro mind Prime. Oh my so gosh, good. I cannot I cannot wait to see what uh, the Metro Prime's Prime look like. looks so good, man. Like, but, uh, and like the the artifact temple. Like there's that shot when you go into the phase in mines when you're going down that elevator and you can see up at the the floating mm-hmm. you know impact crater like base at the, at the, at the impact, or where the artifact temple is and you see like the landscape in the back and the cloud like, oh my god man like this looks so this looks so good in no never world I, I, this game looked this good on the Nintendo Switch like yeah it's unbelievable yeah, you forget like you're literally if i wasn't holding it like in a handheld or whatever i was like is this a switch game like yeah. really I, the amount of times i caught myself just looking up and looking around at stuff like yeah never before have i looked around that much except maybe when i played uh it on pc for the first time like this officially this is the way to play it, it looks it looks so good and you can't uh, yeah the enemies like the uh the crystal lights and fandrana drifts like their eyes are so pronounced mm-hmm. now um mm. which is really cool that's another thing I really like with a lot of like these um a lot of the creatures that kind of like skimmer and scurry like um before like they didn't um the the leg animations or the I don't know I I don't know what you would call it. probably yeah leg animations but like they weren't nearly as pronounced as they are now you can like I I especially noticed this with the zoomers and the um and the gamers when you first notice them on Talon Overworld but like the the all the little individual movements are like mm-hmm. so much more pronounced now when they go up the walls and they like actually look more like uh like arachnids now than they originally did which i again i think is just super awesome 
Yeah, that's a good call out. Even when you get to the impact crater itself, and you, you remember the the like geckos or whatever those things are, like that's transparent uh-huh. little lizards, and you can like now like they're just like so detailed. You can see their little legs moving, their heads bobbing back and forth, their mm-hmm. leg like their tails wagging as they stream across. I just like <clears throat> I kindly step over them. I'm like I'm not, <laughs> no, no, we're not fighting. I'm not taking you on, little guys. Yeah, they they did such a good job of like making the world which already felt so alive feel even that much more alive and they didn't like reduce details like you still have like the generic fish that swim around and they Mm -hmm. even those look better like the generic don't even can't even scan them fish in the lakes look so good yeah like every little detail wasn't missed just like some of just the like the foliage looks awesome like especially like the bioluminescent one i i got to the i think it's called the hunter cave in fendrana like that kind of dark Mm -hmm. crystally cave like god damn that looks awesome just the whole game looks awesome uh we we know that uh i i mean this is this might be the best remaster like i've ever played like between the updated visuals between the price point between the accessibility options the different controls like man oh man oh man i really 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 hope that two and three are to follow I hope that they are. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'd say it's a guarantee, but I really hope that they are. It looks like this game is selling well off the bat, so I hope that that encourages, um, you know, I hope that encourages them to consider doing this for Prime 2 and 3. And we'll, we won't get into this today. We'll get into it on another episode, but maybe this means something for Metroid Prime 4 coming uh, somewhat somewhat in the near future. So we'll see, I guess. Um so yeah. Oh, I wanted to bring up a second point. It's completely unrelated to everything. But you were just talking about a plague tale. Have you guys been watching uh, The Last of Us? I have been watching uh, The Last of Us. Yes. So my my HBO um, expired. My school used to give me free HBO, but that contract expired, so I don't have right. it anymore. Yeah, what I school do... did you go to, man? I didn't get free HBO. <laughs> yeah. My student Honoré Bay, baby. What? Um, but no, um, I do have a free trial of HBO, so I'm waiting for the series to be fully available so that I can use that and then uh, binge watch it. Because I've been hearing nothing but phenomenal. Yeah, don't want, the show. don't want to spoil it, but I did just watch episode what was it four or five, I've, whatever I've, just I've came out on Friday. Four. Yeah, so you're on whatever the most five? recent one is. Right. No, well, I mean, whatever the most recent episode is, I just watched it. I think that was episode. Yeah, you're on four. episode um, five, so I'm on I'm on episode four. Ep- oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever what, whatever it is, yes. Um. It's kind of cool. This, I, this was filmed in Calgary, so it. I can see my home in there. And like, you you're know, right, if, if you live in like LA or Chicago, like you're used or New York, you're like you're used to seeing your home in movies or whatever in shows. But like, it's kind of cool. Like, I'm like, hey, that's like the Globe Theater downtown, and I can see it Dude, in The Last of Us. I was watching this, and I it, I think it's really fascinating how they're dealing with The Last of Us. No spoilers, but like the show has been like obviously follows you know yeah. Joel and, and Ellie, but also cuts to like other parts of the story that like influence the present and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I was and I've been watching it. I was like, wow, like since I'm talking about Metroid Prime Remastered, if there was a Metroid Prime show, I think that would be the best way to depict the game. You cut between Samus adventuring on Talon Four in the present in the current time. And going see through the Chozo it, in the past, or like maybe some space but then pirates. Cut back to, mm. All oh, the lore in the so game, you could cut back to like the Chozo yeah. uh, dealing with you know the Leviathan showing up, the space pirates leaving Zebus and, and forming their base here, and then even cut to even closer where like the space pirates because there's a lot of lore in the game where it's very recent. They're like Samus is on the planet, killer. Um, don't let her get to this thing. So it's like very recent lore, and obviously the space pirates are still you know mm-hmm. on the planet like operating. So. You can even have these like parallel, like storylines, even kind of converge into one another. But 
Oh, I was like, wow. Like, could, if they could you imagine that, like, like oh. the cold open of them re-engineering <clears throat> Meta Ridley together? That would be money. Yeah, like oh, that would be, be good. so good. Like they, like Take a little like, money right like a little limited series. If you did it in like the Last of Us style of like cutting back and mm. forth, like with the what like opening up on what the lore covers and then using that to fill in the pieces in Samus's current present day adventure. Yeah. That'd be money, man. That'd be so good. So shouts to that show and shouts to this yeah, it, game. It's been very good so far. And, I, and you know me, I'm kind of a cynic for those kind of shows, but I, I have I'm to not a big it's, zombie it's show good. guy, which is Neither why, am I. Yeah. to be fair, though, I've been watching clips from The Walking Dead. I was like, damn, I should have watched the show. The early seasons of Walking Dead seemed very good and I should go and watch it. But I was yeah. never a big zombie person. And I like that the show is not about zombies. It's about the humans and their connections and their story and the Zombies are very much a backdrop yeah. to it. So, um, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to railroad us. It's, no, 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 to my no. mind with the uh, the plague tale. But uh, but that was but I would love it if they did a show that way. Um, that would be so. Do we sick. are we going to go into on this episode um, things that maybe we wish could be improved, or we want to save that for next week since you, know you guys still haven't finished it? Let's let's save that for next week. week. Yeah, because I feel okay. like we already got a pretty meaty episode on our hands right now. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, and yeah we're, okay. we're not done. We're going to talk about a lot yeah. of a lot of other stuff uh, for next week. Uh, so like like Doom and I said, we're gonna finish our playthrough this week. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe I'll try and speed it up a little bit. I've just I've just been wandering and trying to take it in. You guys are gonna finish. You guys are gonna finish yours. I'm gonna finish my second playthrough on yeah. going for hundred percent, and then I'm gonna go for hard mode. Hard mode. I'm very much looking forward to. I, I'm looking forward to Me the too. challenge of hard mode. So yeah, I'm trying to GM um, some Metroid. Okay. Well, I mean, what a great week for Metroid. Uh, Metroid Two on the Nintendo Switch Online Game Boy uh, emulator. Metroid Fusion is on the way. Metroid Prime Remastered. So you can now play Metroids 1, 2, 3, soon to be 4, and 5, plus Metroid Prime. So this is quickly becoming the console to play all your Metroid games on. So you'd love to see it. Absolutely amazing. What a I, I thought it was a great direct. Uh, just what a, what a great week. It's been an awesome week for, uh, for Metroid. Dude, games. I have felt my love for metroid come the fire in me man like yeah this is this is straight up like i mean i think right now metroid prime remaster is the best metroid game period i think it is the best i think it's the yeah. best metroid game metroid prime remaster is the best metroid game available right now it is there's a reason why i love metroid prime it's my second favorite game of all time and my favorite nintendo game of all time my favorite metroid game of all time and for it to now come back like this and to be able to play on the switch looks amazing plays amazing it's everything I could ask for and 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 more really it it was something that I'm like okay like I played Metroid Prime a ton I could play it on my GameCube I played on my Wii I could play it on my PC now mm-hmm. do I really need it to come out on Switch but then after playing this yes absolutely <laughs> un, undoubtedly yes and I'm so excited for people who have never played the game before That's or maybe it. haven't played it since they were a kid to play it for the first time I, I have seen I have seen some live streams of people that are blind playing this for the first time, and it's yeah. been every I, single one of them has been blown away. Like I'm wow. envious, this, I'm envious, yeah. man. Like to actually to play this for the first time like this, yeah. like blown. But I'm glad I got to play it back then, so I feel like we get to appreciate it more. I, I almost it is feel now. it's like the best of both worlds. I mean, like I, as I was saying, like this this feels as close to a first playthrough for me as as you could probably get. Like again, even though I don't even know how many. Yeah, I, that's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. It, it is it's it so is, good. It's literally right under my first playthrough as a kid. Yeah. Like this, that's how good that playing it again now was. Yeah. Okay. Un- unquestionable. Well, what can I say? Like my favorite game of all time got the globe of a century beyond my wildest dreams. Best Valentine's Day ever. Yeah. 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 There you go. There you yeah. go. 
All right. Well, there it is. We're not done talking about Metroid Prime Remastered. We're going to be back next week and the week after. We're going to be talking about this for a long time. There's a lot of meat on this bone. Uh, we'll get we'll dive right into the nitty gritty of this game next week. But man, Metroid fans, basket it, lap it up, enjoy Ooh. it. What a what a week. What a uh, just series of events. I never never saw this coming. Didn't think it was going to happen like this. So I just. It's a W for Metroid fans everywhere. Uh, Metroid is trending, they're trending rather around around the world. Trending. So, uh, man, just oh, what a what a feeling! They what do a, be they do feeling. be printing those copies. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are coming out. What twenty second? Are we all suckers? By the way, are we all like getting the digital and then the physical? Well, you know me. I always buy both digital and physical for yeah. Metroid, regardless. I mean, I bought like what eight copies of Metroid Dread to get my hands on all the overseas pre-order bonuses. So, yeah, two copies of Metroid Prime Remastered is baby mode. Well, I was thinking because I bought <laughs> how many copies of Dread, but I'm like, I have to buy more Metroid Prime copies now. Yeah. I feel like just out. I mean, I I have to. I can't. I can't have Dread be my most bought game. It has to be Metroid Prime. So I think I, think I bought four copies of Dread and. Uh... I could see, you know what? This game's cheaper. Four, That's the thing, it's cheaper. Four, four dreads equals like six primes, so I mean. I want to say I bought like, what, three special editions of dread, two, one or two regular copies, and then a digital copy, I think. So, like, oh, I gotta, gotta buy like eight copies of Metro Prime Remastered, I think. I do wish that there was like an amiibo released. I do wish, because that would have been mm -hmm. awesome. Have like a Meta mm. Ridley. Oh, that would have been awesome. Anyways. New Meta Ridley would be sick, yes. We'll, we'll get that's, into that. You know what? That's, an, that's another L I'll take, because I thought for sure we'd get an Amiibo release, and that clearly... I, I'll take that L hey, as it well. It can happen. Yeah. We, we, it, there's still time. There's still time, guys. There's still time. Let's not let's pump the brakes. Maybe they're saving it for uh, for when 2 and 3 come out, and there's like... Well, Light suit amiibo. That would be that would be sick. Oh, light and dark suit amiibo. Oh, PED mm. suit amiibo. Wondus yeah, amiibo. Hazard shields. Hazard shield amiibo. Come on, yeah. I want that. Now we're cooking. All right, let's get on out of here, fellas, uh, and get back to our Metro Prime remastered. Let's, uh, I want to play. I want to get back to it. All right. Well, uh, let's do it. Uh, okay. So everyone, thanks for tuning in. Uh, obviously, we're we're so excited. We hope that you guys are excited as well. Take it all in. This doesn't happen very often in the Metroid series, so you gotta you gotta love it when it happens. We are going to get out of here. Uh, friendly reminder to check us out over on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod. You can check me out at Spateri316. Dak is at DakCity underscore and Doom is at Doom Middle Cross. OmegaMetroid.com has all your Metroid Prime maps. You you ever get lost? That's where you need to go. Check it out. And uh, you can check out guides, walkthroughs, news. Man, what a great job the team did, by the way, covering the news uh, on OmegaMetroid.com. Yes. So shout out to everyone yes, that shout did out. that. Yeah. Uh, just an amazing, amazing day. Uh, we're on Patreon if you want to check us out as well. we got a lot of bonus shows coming up, as well as a... I'm going to talk about this next week, but we're launching a new show next month, so I'm very excited about that. So check us out there. And I think that's it. Let's all get out of here, gents, and get back to Metroid Prime Remastered. All right. Peace out. Next week. Take care. Next week. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm all ready. Right.